Happy holidays, everyone, from everyone at the Seton Hall Sports Bowl and Seton Hall University. This is the Sports Bowl Podcast. My name is Seth Everett. The director of the Seton Hall Sports Bowl is Rick Gentile. Rick, I hope your Thanksgiving was well, and I hope you have holiday cheer. Um, I'm cheering like crazy. Yeah, I can just imagine. Uh, it, it's funny that the subject of this this poll and this podcast has been a lot about the NFL, and it seems like it's something that uh, hasn't gone away. Uh, I do want to give credit to someone from Seton Hall on another podcast that we have some audio from. Uh, but uh, the Seton Hall sports poll found that 71% of Americans would like President Trump to stay out of the NFL controversy surrounding the protest actions of players during the national anthem. 23% said he should continue to comment. I would love to have any one of those 23% on this show to understand this, but it seems like the more he does it, the more people seem to want him to stop tweeting about things like that when there is, you know, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, okay. When there is, when there is, uh, you know, North Korea and, 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 and Russian controversy, the NFL doesn't seem like something the White House needs to be involved in. Well, and that that really is the um, the, the sort of the genesis. The, fir- the first question we asked uh, was, and I'll read you the question as as uh, asked. Several NFL owners have proposed a rule stating all players remain in the locker room during the playing of the national anthem next season to avoid on-field protests and the reactions to them. Do you think this would be an effective way for the NFL to deal with the controversy? And the response to that was yes, yeses were 27%, that it would be effective. Noes were 63%. If you remember, the president made a statement as soon as the owners proposed this, or as soon as it was kind of released, that um, he thinks that staying in the locker room for the anthem would be almost as bad as kneeling. That was his tweet. Um in in reaction to that, I, I asked the second question, which is, President Trump originally said all NFL players protesting during the playing of the anthem should be fired, and now he is criticizing this new owner's proposal. Do you think the president should continue to comment on this subject or stay out of the controversy? And that's the numbers you just read. 71 said, stay out of it. I thought it was interesting not to ask so much, do you agree with the president's comments or not? My attitude was the same as yours. It's like enough already. Isn't there something else you you can talk about? And apparently a good part of the American population agrees. Well, I, I think part of it, and I'm not trying to duck the, the, the anthem. The anthem may have been a major subject through the first half of the NFL season. Um, last week at the time of this recording, which is the 1st of December, um, the idea was, I think it was 24 players uh, decided not to stand. I mean, the numbers are dwindling. And um, I want to give credit to uh, someone from the Stillman School of Business at Seton Hall, Charles Grantham, who uh, was on my other podcast. Charles Grantham was on uh, a podcast that I do called Sports with Friends, uh, something Rick Gentile has been on. And he said that basically what the players were, were trying to get, it wasn't as much about social justice but it was more about getting an audience with ownership and the commissioner, and they've gotten that. So because of that, and now there's a proposal where the NFL is going to have a donation. Right. Um, and it, you know, the, the players themselves have to agree on where the money goes. And 
things like that. But none of that is anti the NFL. The NFL is actually doing something. Uh, maybe it's not timely, but they're doing something to affect. Well, they're teams. reacting to the situation in a in a you know in a, in a way that the that the players certainly some of them seem to think is positive, and that's why you know I I don't I'm not even saying in here or the poll isn't saying that the, that the the anthem issue is dead or it's not dead or it's still significant. The point is is the is the com the constant it seems commenting by the president on every new wrinkle you know isn't isn't it getting old already and that was really what occurred to me before the poll that i, I you know i'm i i kind of read the news about the the protests and i'm interested in the reactions and whatnot but i'm i'm sort of not interested in the president's tweets about it and and as i said i I don't seem that I'm, it doesn't seem that I was alone in that feeling. No, you weren't. Here's a, here's a Grantham's interview uh, that I dealt with, uh, I would say about a month ago, in which he talked about what the players were looking for. Point is that we need a what, what I call a centralized sure. effort. That uh, it has to be the league and the players getting together to say this is what we want. And by the way, the environment is ripe for it. That meaning what meaning meaning that the that that management would like to see an extension of the collective bargaining agreement. And you know, Rick, the the one thing that from those comments in 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 that you have to understand Grantham's uh, perspective as having worked for the NBA Players Association understands the players' mentality perhaps more than the representative pollsters. Well, that certainly is bad. I mean, he was president of the NBA Players Association. He certainly comes at this from that perspective, and which is which is an interesting perspective. So, yeah, I mean, um, look, I, again, this, this question the, and response is not even an indicator as to whether how you feel about this, this ongoing issue. You know, as you said, there's fewer players doing it. The NFL now is making a commitment to, to you know, a financial contribution to various different efforts. Um, it's really a, a, a referendum on the president. And the, and the interesting thing is we did we asked a similar question a month ago in October, and um, we asked if, if people felt it was appropriate for the president to get involved in the issue, um, you know, the, the anthem protests. And 37% said it was appropriate. That mm. was like 30 days ago. That now is down to 23%. 37% is kind of what you always see as the base, you know, the approval number for the president. And, and it seems like no matter what he does, 37, 38, whatever percent approve. Now we're down to 23. That's pretty amazing. That's, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's telling. And as I said, it, um, you know, it, it, to me, it just shows that it's the public is saying enough, you know, just not enough in terms of the protests. So they might feel that way too, but more importantly, just enough of the tweets. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I can see that. The sports poll also uh, asked extensive questions about NFL commissioner Roger Goodell, who, before we get to the numbers, you'd have to say is one of the least popular commissioners. I mean, commissioners are never really popular, but I would have to say if we're going to look at the all four sports, I think Adam Silver is probably the most popular commissioner right now with Rob Manfred second. Uh, and then I would say even Gary Bettman's ahead of of, uh, of of Roger Goodell, and Gary Bettman canceled a season once. Yeah, yeah, it's it it unless a season is canceled, 
you very rarely get this kind of reaction to a commissioner. It's generally, I mean, certainly what I expected was was sort of a 50-50 split. You get, you know, you get more don't knows than you get anything else. And and in fact, that's what happened here. We asked, uh, we we said that the NFL is currently negotiating a very lucrative contract extension for Commissioner Roger Goodell. Do you think Goodell deserves to have his contract extended, or should the owners be looking for a new commissioner? Nineteen percent extend, thirty nine percent look for a replacement, which I I found amazing. And then 42% don't know, which is really where I thought most, you know, a majority of people would come out or don't know, no opinion. Um, so the, you know, and, and certainly this controversy has put him kind of, you know, right in front of everything. He's, he's on the mm -hmm. firing line for this thing and, and people know about it. Um, and, and I think that's the reaction. It's, it's pretty fascinating uh, to see that. And then of course there's Jerry Jones who uh, has never met a microphone that he was uh, <laughs> adverse to. He's positioned himself as an adversary to Commissioner Goodell. Uh, do you think his stance is good for the NFL, bad for the NFL? It makes no difference. 44% it makes no difference. 17 said good, 13% Yeah, which said is, bad. you know, it's, uh, that, and that's kind of where I thought the commissioner story would come out. This, yeah. this basically says, uh, I don't know, you know, I don't have much reaction to Jerry Jones. And, and that's generally what you get for a commissioner unless, as you said before, he cancels the season or unless he's, you know, in the crosshairs for presidential tweets or uh, players' uh, protests or whatever. Um, you know, this this has been an astounding, long-running, you know, sort of non-sports story that's involved in sports, if, yeah. if that makes any sense. You know, it's it's just been going on now for almost two seasons, right? It started in, in, you know, with, with Kaepernick, the beginning of last season, and we're now into December and it's still a story. It's just, it's astounding. But, and, and I've been a critic of Kaepernick uh, for other things. In addition, not, not just the kneeling, but if you think about it, uh, the kneeling cost him his, uh, his livelihood, but it has also affected real change. I mean, the NFL had a, a, a donation, um, plan i think it was an 89 million dollar donation to various causes and uh it's unprecedented and that's a direct result of their dialogue with the players which only came from these players uh, kneeling supporting a, yeah supporting and and you know what one could but, argue i mean it's amazing he it, it, you could argue it worked it's well i i i have argued it worked i happen to believe it did work. It, I, I don't know about work that that but but certainly ha has been effective as polarizing as it's been, it's certainly been proven to be an effective weapon, I guess is the best word, but more than Kaepernick, it's the president's reaction to it that really has put it again, back on the front pages and probably has, has spurned the NFL to, to make this contribution. I mean, it's congratulations, Mr. President, you got the NFL to kick in like whatever it is, 90 something million dollars to the causes that I'm sure you wouldn't support. Um, and you know in a normal situation so yeah it's it, it it has been astounding and let me let me just mention um you you mentioned that the uh, the Goodell numbers um african americans 43% of african americans were in favor of his contract being being extended whites 15% right so think about that i mean what we're saying here is that African-Americans are supportive 
of the fact that Goodell hasn't knuckled under and and sort of issued a proclamation that all these players are going to be fired, you know, which is again Trump's original request or demand or whatever uh, tweet. Um, you know, there he didn't do it to the disappointment of of President Trump and and there his support is now coming from African Americans. Yeah, uh, I, I do. Uh, Adam Silver did an interview recently uh, in New York in which he was asked about this exact thing. And I was just really impressed with what he said. He said that uh, his players um, just have more more vehicles to to speak, which was my only argument about Kaepernick. I thought Kaepernick so undersold the media. He, he, he did. He didn't uh, understand the power of the media. And if you've noticed, nobody in the NBA has not stood for the national anthem, but LeBron James has taken any platform but, right, they have, he has they have, yeah. to, to openly, you know, speak about all all sorts of causes. And, you know, quite frankly, that's the way I thought Kaepernick should have done it. I mean, again, not to go back to another argument, you can see those podcasts, they're still on the feed. The, the thing about it is that's my argument. It's take advantage of your voice. Your voice has great weight. And in this era of podcasts replacing live radio and blogs replacing newspapers you have the opportunity to use social media or any platform you want to get your message out well and, and if you and if you in hindsight if you look back if you thought for a minute that Kaepernick's original statement you know by, by kneeling if he was if he was parlaying that into saying well I'll do this and the president will use social media and this thing will be the biggest thing in the history of the world um, he, you would think he's the greatest media genius that ever lived, um, or, or manipulator, or user of media. Media, but um, you know, it just—it's it, it, timing is everything. He hit something. Maybe President Trump needed a distraction and figured, let's go for this. I don't know, but you know, it's—it's been—it really has been a remarkable thing. It really has been. Uh, there's no there's no secret about that. And it, it has been uh, remarkable. As far as the poll is concerned, I thought this was interesting. Do you intend to purchase any NFL merchandise this holiday season? 74% said no. Um, again, it, you know, do I do I think well, that, you know, if you if you have uh, if you're if you're shopping for holiday gifts, kids still love football and they still love sports and uh, yeah. merchand- merchandise sales will do quite well. Yeah, but I, I mean, and I don't know historically what that number is. I don't, you know, we didn't have a historical basis. That question was really to set up the following question, um, right. which which is to what degree um, is the is the protesting affecting your decision to to purchase or not purchase? And and we asked it, and the ongoing controversy over players kneeling during the anthem is the ongoing controversy over players kneeling during the anthem affecting your decision regarding purchasing NFL merchandise? And 27% said yes. Now, that's not all people who aren't buying. That includes people who say, I am buying because, um, because of the controversy. We, we drill down into the numbers a little, and one in, one in six of those people who said yes were saying it for a positive reason, for, for mm. positive in terms of their feelings about the protest. So those are the 
that's the, the those are the people buying the Kaepernick jerseys. If you can even still buy a Kaepernick jersey, I actually have no idea. Um, obviously, most of them are people who said I'm not buying because of it. But you know, again, it was just another way of looking at the ramifications of this astounding story. Yeah, it, it's it's a pretty remarkable. I mean, to say the least, it's it's a pretty remarkable. Um, you know, dilemma that 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 people have had, and and like I said, I I don't know necessarily that that jersey sales are connected. I mean, we saw the CEO of uh, Papa John's flame uh, his his people are ordering less pizzas because they're watching less NFL, and <laughs> which is one know. of those funny things where you say, "Come on, yeah, yeah like but, really, <laughs> okay." Yeah. Um, you know, and and uh, on the flip side of that, um, you know, there has been all the talk, and we've done this uh, extensively on this this show on you know, what the real cause of the downturn, you know, the, the decline in ratings uh, has been. And the fact of the matter is, is that uh, there are a number of reasons. It's probably a number of factors. And I think everybody's kind of right. Uh, is there oversaturation? Yes. Has this controversy affected it? Yes. Has the election and the political scene in America? Yes. I, I, all these things are factors. Now, if you wanted to rank them, that's a separate discussion. Well, and when we've, and all, when we've all, asked, right. when we've asked about ranking them, the protest always comes up first. And when we first did it last early October, I think of last year of 2016, um, it came out as the, the number one reason. And, it, and I, I, I did, I laughed at it. I said, come on, that's, you can't be serious. Nobody really is not watching I mean, not, not nobody, but the, the 27% or whatever that first number was, it can't really be reacting like that. And yet every time we asked the question, it came out the same way. Right, right. So it's, it's, just, it's just kind of amazing. amazing. It is. It's it, amazing. It, it really is amazing. Uh, one college football discussion uh, about the current method for determining the college football championship. Uh, right now, there's a four-game playoff uh, in which they use certain bowl games as semifinal games. Um, you, you, you have the extensive, uh, uh, college background with your time at CBS and with the big East conference, but 34% said, uh, the th current method is fair. Uh, 23% said no. And 43% said had, that they didn't know or had no opinion. And, you know, the reality of it is, is that I don't know that there is a better system. I know that what football's trying to do is emulate in some way, the, the, the gambling, phenomenon that is the ncaa basketball tournament i don't think they accomplished that but it's well still i just read an article that college football is is starting to approach nfl like numbers in terms of the amount of people who are gambling on games so oh, it, i don't i don't doubt I that think, but i be. think they would i think the betting would would be regardless um i think that that uh, people like to bet on those bowl games regardless of whether or not they are semifinal games or not. Oh, oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely so, so, agree. so one doesn't necessarily have to begrudge. No, it doesn't. I don't think it, it has that much effect, except that the championship game does generate a, a lot more interest now. It used to be only occasionally did you have, you know, a Rose Bowl game where whatever, Ohio State's playing USC and they're one and two. You know, now pretty much in the championship game, you're getting what what is the consensus top two teams in the country. I asked the question this week in particular because as we go, you know, the sort of the regular season is now over. We're going into conference championships. And this is generally, and plus there's been a lot of controversy. 
you know, or, or, or at least a lot of discussion. If Ohio State beats Wisconsin, do they get in? Alabama lost to Auburn. Are they still in? You know what I mean? There's, there's been a lot of that kind of talk. And I thought, well, I wonder if there's if there's still interest in whether this is a fair system. And it turns out that it's, yeah, yes, it is. Only one out of three said it, that that um, it's it's a fair way to, to, to uh, you know, to determine a champion. But but, you know, 43 percent said don't know, which means it's not a controversial subject. No, I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it's a controversial subject at all. And um, again, you know, I, I think the one thing that college football does that college basketball doesn't is it regionalizes. I think that in certain parts of the country, um, recruiting is the biggest story. Um, there are other parts of the country where it's not. Whereas when the NCAA basketball tournament comes, I don't care what part of the planet you're in, you're paying attention to that thing. Oh, and no you don't care who's playing. That, well, that, it's, that's it's, I've thing. always said it's the greatest grassroots sporting event in, in America. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. everybody, every community is interested. Either you've got a team close by that's in it. There's 64 teams or more, 68 now. Right. Um, either you've got a team in it or you've got a high school kid who played in your area who's playing you know, who's playing for one of these schools or a coach or an assistant coach or whatever, everybody has a connection. You know, everybody's an exaggeration, but virtually everybody, virtually every community has some kind of involvement in the NCAA basketball tournament. And hell, if you could put in 68 football teams, it would be a lot of fun, but it would take about three years to play it. So that could be a problem. On that note, uh, that'll do it for this edition of the Seton Hall Sports Poll podcast. We do have uh, another release coming from this uh, this poll, uh, so stay tuned on wherever you find podcasts, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or uh, the internet, uh, anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, trust me, there are many ways, and uh, this podcast is a part of all those. We participate with all those platforms. So, Uh, For Rick Gentile, I'm Seth Everett. The Seton Hall Sports Poll is a presentation of the Stillman School of Business and the Sharkey Institute at Seton Hall University. The director of the Seton Hall Sports Poll is Rick Gentile. I'm Seth Everett. Thanks for listening and thanks for subscribing.